Hey, you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Today, we're continuing in John chapter 3. After Jesus met with Nicodemus, he and his disciples went to the peaceful Judean countryside where they spent quality time together and started baptizing people. Well, at the same time, John the Baptist was also baptizing people at Anon, which was near Salem. A lot of people came to the area to be baptized. What a great scene. Now, imagine something like what happened at Pirate's Cove in California as thousands showed up to be baptized into Christ. Now, you'd think that religious people would appreciate people repenting and being baptized. However, a disagreement surfaced between some of John the Baptist's disciples and a certain Jew. It was regarding the importance of ceremonial washing, which disrupted the harmonious atmosphere. And what's even more surprising is John's attitude. Hello, my name is Dan Holland, and I am your guide as we explore John. Now, my job is to set the table for a great discussion, and then your facilitator can take it. From there. If you're interested in starting a microchurch or hosting a small group in your home with like minded individuals, we've got you covered. Our library of resources includes video messages and study questions for both group leaders and participants. Now, to gain access to these resources or to request access to our message videos, just email me, get in touch with me at danhollandc3 at gmail.com. Now, as we get back to the story, pay close attention because a full 90% of this fourth gospel is unique and isn't found in Matthew, Mark, or Luke. John carefully chose to include certain stories. Now, what was his criteria? He makes that clear in chapter 20, verse 31. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. See, the main focus of the gospel is to answer the question of who Jesus Christ is is. John the Baptist's disciples were feeling uneasy, you see, about Jesus and his growing popularity. They reminded John of the man who he had previously testified about, they were talking about Jesus, that he was now baptizing people on the other side of the Jordan. They were worried that everyone was going to Jesus instead of staying with John, and their words had a hint of competitiveness. The other gospel writers don't mention this parallel time when Jesus and John the Baptist were preaching simultaneously in the same place. Now, I'm just curious why you think John thought it was important to include this story in his gospel. Maybe it was because of how John the Baptist responded to his disciples. See, John responded to their concerns with wisdom and humility. He recognized that heaven has control and that people can only receive what is given to them from heaven. John humbly explained his role as the one sent ahead of Christ And he was glad to be a friend of the bridegroom. And in a moment of surrender, John spoke words that have echoed throughout generations. They're powerful. He said, he must become greater. I must become less. John deeply understood his purpose, which led him to discover the truth about Jesus. That mindset is the key that unlocks the door to a life of gratitude and contentment. He must become greater. I must become less. He declared that Jesus who comes from heaven, is above everyone. Jesus is so important that if we reject him, we will miss out on eternal life and be subject to God's wrath. However, John says that when we believe in Jesus, we receive the gift of eternal life. 
To get the conversation started, read with your group John chapter 3, verse 22 through verses 36. That's where John the Baptist acknowledges that Jesus must increase while he must decrease. And then listen carefully and tell me if you agree or disagree with this thought-provoking statement. You ready? Okay, here we go. While we can respect John the Baptist's position of being satisfied, it is impossible for someone to be fully satisfied and content with their current position and not seek anything more in their spiritual journey. So do you agree, disagree, or maybe you're not sure? I'll say it again. While we can respect John the Baptist's position of being satisfied, it's impossible for someone to be fully satisfied and content with their current position and not seek anything more in their spiritual journey. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.